everybody! Welcome to Remote Cast 2021. We bring you the latest and greatest in remote learning. I'm your proctor, Elo. Um, I'm Hal Coyote, hello. I suddenly have a side twitch. Are you okay? You having a stroke? I think I'm having a stroke. Uh-oh. You alright? Uh-oh. I'm, I'm good. Stopped. Okay, good. <laughs> oh, yay. You said learning, and it just it just triggered me. <laughs> oh. It was a joke. I legit was worried about you. <laughs> oh, no. I was indeed having a muscle spasm, but nothing related to, like, a serious, like, uh, episode or, or need to go somewhere. Just... Um. I was like, Tyler's alone in his house. He could perish. I'm not alone. I have cats. <laughs> nope. Yeah. They'll feast upon your feast upon your carcass. Dad won't give us the food. Time to eat them. <laughs> nom 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 nom. I come over to drop off more cranberry juice, and there you are, <laughs> half eaten. <laughs> I probably at that point would just like close the curtain and then just walk out the door. <laughs> uh. Theo, we should probably call somebody. <laughs> but well, um, we are the, we are the Posterman Podcast. This week we are discussing. We actually finally get to pick movies after months and months and months of themes. <laughs> I forget how long it's been. And I picked uh, November. No, because we did um, we did um, John Wayne in November. Yep. Yeah. Uh, then it would have been September. Wow. It's been, been a while. while. So uh, I picked Ken's new favorite movie. Yep, top five. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely for sure. Most of... Five minutes. Five minutes in, and I knew Ken would not like that movie. <laughs> uh, First sequence, I said, I don't think Ken's gonna like. That. I watched this movie this morning, and I was like. I don't think Ken, I watched this. I said, yep, it's about four minutes in, and I know Ken ain't going to like this movie. So we watched Beach well, Bum. I, I texted you as soon as I finished it. Oh. That was when you finished it. Yeah, what did Ken yeah say? that was... That was pretty tame was, for having finished it. Yeah. I expected much more. Mm. Well, I didn't want to... I didn't want to... You don't want to spoil it. I didn't... I didn't want to... I did, yeah, I didn't want to spoil it. I didn't... I, I'm... I'm I've been I've been stewing on it for days Biggest now. Biggest waste of time since Dumb and Dumber. Tyler, I don't like you right now. <laughs> end, end quote. <laughs> yes, that is what I that is what I said. I I my 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 knee jerk reaction was Tyler, I hate you, but I it 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 cooled by the time I uh, <laughs> I I wrote that text. So uh, do I need to look up the Imdaba stuff? Oh, Ken can do that. Or no, I got I it. it. Yeah. Oh, Ken's got it? Okay. Yeah, I got it. There you go. Ken plots it up. Ken, I am the um, um, A rebellious stoner named Moondog lives life by his own rules. Take Moondog out and just put McConaughey. In Wait, that's the plot synopsis? Yeah. That is the plot synopsis according to the IMDb. <laughs> well, that's about as chaotic as it 5.5 .5 out of 10 on the Imdba Starometer. Uh, the cast: Matthew McConaughey as Moondog, right Snoop Dogg as Lingerie, Isla Fisher as Minnie. Uh, I don't like the new way that the IMDb does things. I can't see things anymore. Okay, there we go. Uh, Stefania Levy-Owen as Heather Martin Lawrence as Captain Wack <laughs> Zach Efron as Flicker Jonah Hill as Lewis Jimmy Buffett as Jimmy Buffett, Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> uh, And that is this pretty is much it. <laughs> it As far as uh, my, and my favorite my favorite character in this movie uh, Joe Marie Payton as the judge. <laughs> Ken would like the only like sensible human being in this movie. Of course I would. You said it like it's surprising or something. I know. 
it is a star-studded cast. Shocking that this movie did not make more money. Um, it have, has uh, a it has a three point three out of five on Letterboxd. We I believe all well we all didn't watch it on Hulu. I own a copy, um, but it's playing on Hulu streaming right now, so you can watch it. Yes, there. yes, that's where I watched it. I own a Blu-ray of it, so. <laughs> to tell to start off the podcast I'm going to tell a small story the only re- the reason that we have seen this movie is because my friend Luigi really wanted to see this movie uh, my friend and ours I guess all of our friends yeah, yeah he's, he's our, our friend, friend too Elijah God. Yeah. <laughs> we, we all watched it you've, you've known him longer because you went to high school with him but yes. the rest of us have, have become have come to know him and be his friend yes we me and Tyler went and watched it with him one night, and the movie was stupendous with Luigi. <laughs> it was just us three in the theater and, like, two other guys in there. So it ended up being a great time just all because you could talk pretty much and enjoy enjoy each other's opinion of the movie out loud. <laughs> uh, enjoy Luigi's uh, rapier wit, witty yeah. banter. Witty the, repartee. Yes. The way that made Sister Brothers standable. Like, it made a very, very bad movie standable. So it made... Yes, that was... It, he he yeah, elevates that was, the that movie was, Yeah, L- Luigi, Luigi is, is a delight to uh, watch movies with. If we ever get watch-alongs going, we'll have to have him over and do one with him. Oh yeah. When you say watch along, I think of like little kids at home doing a sing along to like Conjunction Junction Where's My Function or something like that. Thea just watched the Disney sing along a Disney sing along on YouTube and I was like, Are you watching the Disney sing along? You realize we have Disney Plus where we could just watch a Disney movie. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) But yeah. Um I'll get started and say that uh, I counted 15 titties. <laughs> in the first two minutes! <laughs> no, in, in total, I got 15 titties. Like, I was able to make sure that I wasn't counting the same pair of titties twice. That's good. So, 15 different sets of titties. After after the first three, I'm like, oh, that's right, this movie's loaded with boobs. I better pay attention to who they belong to. <laughs> <laughs> this could get out of hand quick. I'm shocked that you got a good count. I tried real hard. I didn't want to disappoint. <laughs> you did. You did good, Tyler. You you kept your job well. <laughs> one job. One job. Just to count the boobs one, in the movie. You have one job. Yes. <laughs> it's um, in a podcast somewhere. <laughs> it is. Uh. Uh. It's a Bigfoot Swat weekend. Oh yeah. God damn uh-huh. it. <laughs> um. Moon dog gets a cat. That poor cat. That cat was gonna die so many times I it like they got done with this thing and they probably were like I'm gonna give it to someone nice and this cat's probably like fuck you humans burn in hell my favorite I like how the cat just vanishes through the middle of the movie but everything sort of vanishes in the middle of the movie so well yeah because he leaves he, he leaves, leaves Key West yeah yeah he leaves Key West which is his home base to go back to Miami where his wife is. Uh, we figure out Moondog is a poet and a local famous person for writing and poetry. So he's just has yeah, a general he's a, fame. He's a bit of a he's a he's a local celebrity. He's not Well, I don't know. It's 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 unclear. He knows Jimmy Buffett, so he has yeah. to be some Well, no. Uh uh Ray knows Jimmy Buffett. I thought he knew Jimmy Buffett because he ended up on stage with Jimmy Buffett in the beginning of the movie. Oh, I guess the question is who knew who first? That's true. He might have known Jimmy Buffett through knowing Snoop Dogg. Exactly. Which is funny because, like, Snoop Dogg played a character but referenced his entire, like, not-character self (laughs) through the whole movie. This movie is called Reference People That Are Actually Themselves. So it's like Snoop Dogg played Snoop Dogg to an extent, and 
Moondog was Matthew McConaughey to an extent. <laughs> um, I don't know how much of Moondog is Matthew McConaughey. Here, a recent Matthew McConaughey. I would go with uh, Moondog is Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> okay, is Matthew has Matthew McConaughey, you know, become a pothead stoner hedonist? Uh, is that what's happened to Matthew I McConaughey? Go hedonist. The hedonist part is where I would probably cross that line. He really is. Well, then the, I don't know how you could say that Matthew McConaughey is Moondog because the hedonism is is key to Moondog's shtick. All right. Elijah's been reading the magazines at the checkout counter at the grocery store as, again. As as far as it goes, like, like, Ma- like Moondog's universal hedonism is what prevents him from being a truly despicable character to me. McConaughey. Let's see. Is he married? I, I don't know. That's where I hit. I, I feel like, like he's one of those sort of perpetual bachelors or like serial monogamists where he's always got a supermodel on the on the side or something. He's he has a wife. I was gonna say I also wouldn't be surprised to learn that he has a he's like Tom Hanks, where he has a wife who's just totally not in show business at all. Camilla leaves McConaughey. They've been married since 2012. Oh. Okay. They have three kids, and she really is in nothing. So yeah, she's a non-actor. So yeah, so yeah, so very Tom Hanks. Oh, she's way. a model. <laughs> okay, so less Tom Hanks in that way, but a Brazilian model. Viva la Brazil! <laughs> uh, but yeah, okay, I get behind. All right, I'll take back my statement about McConaughey. Uh. So then the next point is McConaughey, is a, not McConaughey, Moondog needs to get to his daughter's wedding and we meet the spouse, his his quote-unquote spouse, who's, Isla, who's played by Isla Fisher, Mimi, Mimi's or the character. Minnie. 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 Minnie, not Mimi. Minnie Moon! <laughs> Thanks, Minnie Moon! And fuck you! <laughs> uh... So he takes a boat and he heads there with a head injury. (laughs) With a head injury. Because he got too drunk to stand up and fell down while getting more beer. And you you see the house and then he goes, oh, I forgot how rich we were. (laughs) And I was like, really? Okay. And they just kind of jump back into things. They're... The co- the co- as a couple, they just kind of fall back into place like nothing. Neither of them has been cheating on the other and so on and so forth. Because that was a thing. It is a thing. <laughs> Especially after like three minutes, you see a, a like foursome with Moondog and these three other girls. Pretty ladies. Uh-huh. Pretty ladies that had no standards. <laughs> <laughs> that's That's most of the people in this movie. <laughs> Well, I mean, it took place in Florida, and as we know, Florida is Florida. Is it? <laughs> told someone the other day. I think I said, "Ah, Florida, the place of meth and bad decisions." On Letterbox, <laughs> someone put a review of this movie, and they said, "Florida man, the movie." <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "That's a pretty good description." <laughs> that is a pretty good description. <laughs> Um, we need to steal that and make it the title of the podcast. <laughs> Beach Bum, Florida Man, the movie. <laughs> All right. Here we go. If I remember. Um, so then we meet his uh, his agent, Jonah Hill, who I could barely understand half of the things he was trying to say. I was going to say, my, my note about Jonah Hill is... Uh, he should not play something... a posh southerner. Is something to the tune of, ah, uh, Jonah Hill is the manager. What is the accent he's doing? He's trying so hard to do posh Southerner and not. <laughs> I, I, I think it. he's supposed to be like the colonel. He's supposed to be like, like, uh, uh, Georgia Southern, but it. it, it say. It sounds like Foghorn Leghorn. It's not, it's not quite there. It's great. I love it. Uh, and he doesn't stop. Like it's, he's, he's like. Nope, this is bad, but I'm sticking with it, man. <laughs> it's yeah, so, like he committed to that accent. And well, did it the whole way through. Having having recently rewatched Ocean's Eleven, 
uh, uh, Don Cheadle's whatever kind of British accent he's doing in that movie is not good, but he commits the hell out of it. He commits, he commits to it. He's committed and and what? rides it the whole the whole movie. It's it's not good, but he commits. Uh, my current favorite John Cheadle role is he plays normal voice Donald Duck in this episode of DuckTales. <laughs> really? They um they create a machine because no one understands Donald in this one episode, and they stick right. it in, they stick it in his mouth, and then out comes the voice of Don Cheadle, and I'm like, is that Don Cheadle? <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> That's freaking and hilarious. Then, and all and everyone's listening to Donald and everything, and I'm like, it's I'm like, they're like, if, were you saying these great things before, and we just couldn't understand you? And I was like, yes, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> DuckTales, everybody. The reboot. Recommend. Um, but we find out Moondog doesn't have an, isn't making any money on his own. Like, the agent's like, you haven't made me any money. You might... Like, yeah, because he hasn't, he hasn't published a book in years. Yeah. Like, he hasn't written anything in years. And he's just living off his wife's money. His wife's family is loaded. Yes. That we learn full the full extent of that later, but... Yes, we do, sadly. Um, and then the wedding is happening. He is late for the wedding and interrupts with one of the most offensive scenes, but also so random and some, like, I I, I laughed. He, he comes in and he goes, here's Grandma, and shoves her into a brick wall. <laughs> so that Snoop Dogg goes, oh, man, come on. Yeah. <laughs> And then he goes, that's not your grandma. And I'm like, so where did he get this old lady? He grabbed some old lady off the fucking street and uh -huh. chucked her into a wall. I'm like, what is this? Uh, and so, we find out that Ray is the very is a very reliable sort of like the father figure that he kind of needs. Like, reliable in quotes. Like, he was been there since, like, her birth and was taking care of her and being there for her and everything. And then Matthew McConaughey showed up. So you, you kind of like, like Ray as a person for being there with the wife, whereas Moondog just travels the world. Um, yeah. It's the, an interesting thing about this movie is, and and I think that this has to do partly with, as I mentioned uh, Moondog sort of even-handed hedonism. Uh, he, uh, like, no one is the bad guy. Yeah, like no, no, like no one, guy. like no one is no one is 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 shown to be unlikable, except for, well, I should say no, like everybody, like. If people do bad things, they also do good things. Or they are shown to be something else. They are shown to be more likable than the bad thing that they did. Yes. Yes, like they Whether like you whether something. you agree with that or not is something that we can discuss, but I I could see that in the main characters, like the like the three main characters that we're given, which I'm going to go with Ray, Moon Dog, and Minnie. Like they each do something pretty, like they each do something kind of bad, but they each have their redeeming qualities, and they never blame the other, and they don't get mad at each other. Yeah, the the relationship between those three is. Is is weird. Mormons yeah. are but really not, funny people, but not necessarily bad weird, but not necessarily good weird either. Just weird. Yeah. Like Ray doesn't want to ruin the friendship of Moon Dog, and Moon Dog loves Minnie and just wants her to be happy. But he is in love with her, but he still cheats on her. So it's just it's right. Weird. And... and then Minnie cares about Moon Dog, but doesn't give him the money, but wants him to succeed where he knows she knows. He could succeed. So that's why she 
says no money until you write a book. Right. Because she knows he can do it and he's a genius. Which brings me to a great note I have. Uh, he's brilliant and great. You'll never be brilliant or great. Oh, God. The poor, <laughs> the poor husband. The greatest line of the whole movie. <laughs> My favorite's when Moondog sh uh, he shows up and grabs his crotch, pretty much. Not pretty much. Does grab his crotch. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, there's no pretty much. He yeah. full on... He gets a handful. Yes. I, don't, I didn't understand what he said, and I didn't care it's to go back. It's a family tradition. Ah. <laughs> Let me see how big your dick is. Ah. Uh, and then the whole time, then the rest of the movie. Like, from start to finish, start to finish of that guy's character arc, he's just being mocked. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, and, and Heather, the, the daughter wife. The daughter uh, wife? Yeah, he's his uh, Moon Dog's daughter. That Moon Dog's daughter, the the groom's wife. Yeah, that's better. Uh, <laughs> uh, is like never takes up for him. <laughs> you know, she, she like she at one point, you know, she says, "Well, little Tyler, Tyler said, you know, you'll never be a genius or great or whatever it was, but you are dependable or reliable or something like that." Yeah, he's like, "Oh, thanks." Reliable. Yeah. <laughs> because she never had that in her life, which was reliability from her father. So that's at least where I took that. Oh, I now figured right. out where the director's style came from. Okay. What? This, this director did move uh, her. I think it's a her. Him. No, it's, it's a, a him. Harmony. Yeah. He did. I, I, I looked into that. Yeah. He did Spring Breakers, which is a another interesting choice movie of very random style that everyone kind of likes. Uh, which is a similar kind of beachy sort of druggy theme. Um, Ray and the Ray and Minnie get caught by Moondog. Then Minnie goes to find Moondog and ends up dying in an accident. A drug alcohol induced accident. Yeah, that happens off screen. Yeah, we never see it, because you don't know exactly what happened, but you can only assume a car accident. Yeah, the only way that you can assume car accidents is because they're, they're shown in the car, they're driving on the wrong side of the road, people are swerving around them, and then it cuts to a scene where it's just headlights, and then car crash noises, and then Moondog's in an ambulance. Yeah, and so is Minnie, and she's more banged up than him. He only has, like, a scratch on his head. Yeah, bloody nose. Oh, that was it. It was a bloody nose. The scratch on the head was when he hit his head on the fridge. Yeah. So, Minnie ends up dying. And now he, like yes. we said earlier, he must publish a novel in order to get any of the inheritance, to get the inheritance at all. Yeah, to get his half. I thought because it was half goes to the. No, half goes to the daughter, half goes to him. Okay, I feel less bad now. Thank God. Yes. Because I thought... I thought that he, half was in the daughter's name now until he wrote the novel. No, and then no, it all no. went back to him. No, she got she got her half right away. That's part of the reason why he goes to her to ask her for money. Yeah, I knew. Because she that. has her half. Yeah. Okay. All so right, then we get God. to another one of my favorite parts of this movie. Because he's, he's now homeless. He's, he's fallen in with the homeless group. He is officially the beach bum. And then he takes the homeless on a field trip <laughs> to, to break his, into his wife's house. To break house. into his house. <laughs> it's it's great. I'm like, oh, homeless field trip. They're they're all in the pool. They're breaking shit. At one point, someone swinging from a chandelier wearing a diaper. I'm not sure if that was McConaughey or not. No, that was a that was a that was a another bum. That was a fatter guy. Um. They all get arrested, and then Ken's favorite character comes in. Toothless Phil? No. Oh. Not, not Toothless Phil. The judge. Oh, man. I think yeah. you about Toothless Phil. <laughs> yeah. I, I left Toothless Phil on the side. Oh, I didn't, because I laughed my ass off at Toothless Phil. <laughs> there was also Toothless Phil. Toothless Phil pulled his teeth out to, and used them to talk to, to Heather, and I laughed my ass off at it. Yes. 
there you go, Tyler. I mentioned you mentioned Toothless Bill. Um, <laughs> Two points to Gryffindor. <laughs> and so the judge gives him rehab or jail. He chooses rehab. And he's and, in rehab for about 48 hours. And he meets Tiger. He meets Zach Efron. Come on. He meets Flicker. He loves fires. <laughs> Vaping. Uh-huh. Vaping and fires. Yep. The only time and... they got dangerous is when those two kids were still in the house. And then he made it in the house. He's like, I, I say, saved them. But if I, I was there. If I wasn't there, they would have died. <laughs> <laughs> Neither would the fire have started. Right. Um, but he, um, he doesn't see it that way. Yes. And he escaped. They both escaped. The, the rehab facility that he's supposed to be in for a year. Yeah, he's there for about 48 hours. Or at least it feels like 48 hours. Realistically, it's probably more like a week or two. Yeah, I was about to say, I'd give it about a week. Um, they break out and escape. Zach Efron meets a tranny, and we all move along. <laughs> I love you. I love you. It's a weird, <laughs> it's a weird, weird thing. Because he, because he, he doesn't open his mouth either. No. <laughs> to say anything. So it's ADR. So I'm like, why would, did we do this? Because. It needed... I'm like, it doesn't need to be in because there. They wanted, because they wanted to make sure that you realized that it was a man. It was a man. Uh, it was either. Well, I, I don't know if it was a transvestite or someone who's or transgendered, but. Yeah. But it's it's. And it wasn't until the very end we're like, wait a second, that's some weird makeup that person. Like, is that a dude? It's they, it's really hard to tell. They, she was. And like I said, I think that's why they that's why they put that line in there was so that so they could so that, so you that you'd you'd know that oh that was a dude. It was a dude. Uh, then we meet Captain Whack. Oh boy, <laughs> Martin Lawrence after eight years of never being in movies comes back. <laughs> As Captain Whack. To talk about dolphins. For 20 minutes. He loves well, He loves dolphins. He does. Knows nothing about dolphins, but loves dolphins. All this, all this, dolphins. That was my dolphin noise. Good job. He, he, he started loving dolphins from Flipper. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just, he, Captain Whack is the, is the, best part of this movie. He talks uh, up dolphins and says all this crazy shit about dolphins. He says so much about dolphins that you're <laughs> like, this guy must actually know some things about dolphins, but they give you, but he gives you so many wrong facts with some eh, right facts. And he jumps like, in the water because he sees fins and it's not even dolphins. It's definitely sharks. It is 100% sharks. <laughs> and <laughs> And then Captain Whack gets his leg eaten. He gets his foot whacked. His foot whacked. His, by he, he gets his. He manages to only lose a foot. Yeah. But they're able to get it back. That was weird. Yeah, I was like, okay, this is gonna be. There's gonna be like somehow they're gonna get, they're like like Captain Whack is gonna get eaten by sharks, and they're gonna have to like radio the Coast Guard to come and rescue them. And then Moon Dog is gonna go back to jail. <laughs> nope, that would make too much sense, Ken. That's that's what random. I wanted to happen. I really wanted I really jail. wanted Moon Dog to go to jail. I'm not nope. gonna lie. They were gonna use that foot to trade it for a hat. We solved spoiler the jail spoiler alert. He doesn't go back to jail. It annoys me. Yeah, we solved the jail problem, Ken. He dresses up like a woman. That problem was solved. <laughs> you know, him and Ray, him, Ray, and Jimmy Buffett come up with a great plan. <laughs> It was That's the next scene. <laughs> Cops start showing up midway through them getting getting his weed and everything, and they're like, oh, the cops are coming. Snoop Dogg's like, man, I must have been high as fuck when I decided that plan. And then he's... But then Moondog sticks with it the whole rest of the movie. Like, he dresses like yes. a woman the rest of the movie. He proceeds to wear women's clothes to close the rest of the movie. 
And somebody eventually call, even calls him on it, like, hey, what's with the women's clothes? And he's like, what women's clothes? <laughs> it's Because Ray, Ray decides that he's going to sort of fund Moondog to get the book done. He's like, go back to the, you go back to your hut. Here's all this weed. This will help you focus and write your poems. And then here's some money. Now go and write your novel. <laughs> Pretty much, and take and take my blind pilot with me. You're <laughs> <laughs> sitting there. He's smoking on the plane. He goes, "See any good?" And Doc's like, "No, he's got glaucoma in both his eyes." <laughs> I'm 98% blind. <laughs> so how does fly. fly the plane? <laughs> Don't worry about that. <laughs> I feel it. It, it is ridiculous. Um, I feel the plane, and she feels me. He's back on his boat with this cat. That's what I have now. Freaking cat! That cat is gonna be so damn traumatized. <laughs> the end of this movie, I put this kitten is traumatized for life. Um, he gets to write his novel. He wins awards. His daughter has left the has left the husband. Awards, awards. Pulitzer. He wins a flipping Pulitzer. Yeah. Awards. Award. That's that's like an Oscar, my friend. Like that's a, <laughs> that's a that's that's the big one. Like everyone wants a Pulitzer for crying out loud. And now Moondog has one. And now Moondog has one. And right, for white, for writing poems about his cock. It's the most ridiculous, awful thing ever. I got a poem about a cock. What is it? Cool, you should publish it. Maybe you'll win a Pulitzer. I, I want to hear it. Won't. Say it. <laughs> give, the, give the good listening folk a taste, Tyler. Uh, no. Give the people they, they what they want. The and we're going to move on. So, Let us give hear. the people what they Let want. Us hear. Let us hear. <laughs> Fine. We're at the end of the movie now. He gets the inheritance and decides to throw a party. Yay! In Moondog style. But he wants it in cash on a boat that he names after Captain Wax Boat, the success. Yep. Yep. And then they get drunk and lights it on fire. <laughs> 50 million in cash. What does 50 million in cash even look like? Apparently, Apparently it's like several pallets and it took up the whole boat. <laughs> like is this mound of cash on this boat? It's 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 you know, it's a he said it's like a 150 200 footer. Like it's not a small boat. He, they did answer my question as to how did thieves not get on it, at when I when I when we when yeah I heard, they had idea. guards he with had assault rifles yeah he had two guards on it and I went that's intelligent the first intelligent well realistically the like the the insurance company like is is going to like the the estate is going to see to at least the security of that much money and the boat. To deliver, to, you know, to get delivered to Moondog. After that, it's probably on Moondog to pr to to provide security for his out in the open massive mi mountain of money <laughs> that he just lights on fire like a idiot. He did nicely pay the gentleman as they got off the boat, so I thought that was nice of him. He did hand them money before he took the boat back out, so I thought that was nice of him before he set it on fire. Elijah, that wasn't just a load of money. Oh, I know it was a load of money. It was a shit. It was a shitload of money. And then he set it on fire, and then he goes in a rowboat, and that's how the movie ends. Kind of thought he would have been pleased with what I just said, but I guess not. What? Never mind. It's not a movie. It's a shitload of money. Not a shit. It's not a load of money. It's a shitload of money. What was it from, Tyler? Barf, we're not doing this for the money. We're doing it for a shitload of money. We're doing it for a shitload of money. It, it was familiar, but I couldn't quite place where it was from. I still can't place where it's from. I Baseballs. even said barf! <laughs> uh, Baseballs. Uh, Baseballs.
apples. Watch out! <laughs> Sorry, everybody. I've been failing Tyler miserably in movie lines this week. I, which is not normal. It's, it's, it's been bad. It's not I normal. I should have gotten the Happy Gilmore one. Oh, God. I am a disappointment. Um, My finger hurts. Yeah, well, now your back's going to hurt because you just pulled landscaping duty. <laughs> um... So this was a movie. It was it. It definitely was <laughs> elevated with Luigi. Uh, yeah. I thought because Luigi wasn't here to watch it with me that I was not going to enjoy this movie as much. Um, my note. I don't know why I enjoy this movie, but I do. <laughs> Everybody. Uh, had- at one point, I said. I said. Tyler's enjoyment of this movie is I forget hang on I gotta see if I can find how I how I, how I worded it <laughs> um Ken's notes just say F you Tyler and then as he keeps writing it like Bart in the chalkboard no my my most my most common typed word in, well after Moondog is bored <laughs> 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 I told Tyler you would say that. <laughs> but uh did you find what you called Tyler? Uh no Tyler's appreciation of this movie. Uh is uh uh hang on. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, well just like you're you're Your enjoyment of the movie, I think, also reflects on your enjoyment of Meet the Feebles. Because <laughs> they are similarly plotless and about horrible creatures doing horrible things. <laughs> also, in an ironic turn, Tyler said you would say that. <laughs> well, I'm nothing if not insightful. <laughs> You're my favorite. A couple things I like about this movie. Um, Oddly, not the TT count. Um, But uh, I loved Reverend Snoop Dogg. He's always a reverend. (laughs) Ordained. Um, The uh, Toothless Phil was great. Of course, of course, you would like to. Um, I don't know why. But I laughed my ass off when they talked about the parrot requiring coke. Oh, the coke addicted. <laughs> oh, yeah, my, my coke addicted. <laughs> my coke addicted parrot. He shot. Moondog shot a gun and like freaked out the parrot, and the parrot's only way of calming down was to like eat coke. Um, you just shoot something. Shoot this. <laughs> he picks up an assault rifle. Yeah. You could have hurt a dolphin. Could have hurt a dolphin with. That's my favorite part, is anything, like, that entire sequence of Martin Lawrence just talking about dolphins. It's just like, I don't know. I found it, like, I, I guess it's because it's so random and nonsensical that, like, that's just my normal, what I find funny normally, that this was an, an enjoyable thing to me. It's based on a book. Is it, is it based, it's based on a book? I'm seeing if it is based on a book. Oh. Uh, I see, I see. But, uh, yeah, it's... Those are some, some of my favorite It's based things. on Jimmy Buffett songs. Okay. Now, okay. <laughs> that, I guess, is why Jimmy Buffett's in it. <laughs> That's hilarious. But uh, the weakest part I thought in this movie was I feel was Jonah Hill's accent and the almost quick way we got rid of the wife. I don't know. I wanted more that I just didn't get. I feel like she could have been the level the level to this crazy ass story that made no sense. But 
Hey, you get what you're given. <laughs> you do, Elijah. You absolutely. I'm gonna give you something, and you're gonna get it. Yep. <laughs> when you said we're watching Beach Bub, I said, "Oh, this will either be the most painful hour and a half I've ever watched alone, or this will be okay." I don't expect me to go home and be like, "This movie is shockingly very, very good." Nope. At least Ken had more to say about this movie than Drinking Buddies. So, <laughs> uh, Ken, I'm gonna play a game right now. Okay, what which game are we gonna play? You, which movie did you hate worse? This, this or what? This or Drinking Buddies? Um. Worse. If you have to watch one again, which one would it be? Uh, this one. Ooh. So it's definitely so. Beat the feebles. This. 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 I would choose this one. What about meet the feebles or drinking buddies? Probably drinking buddies. But they do pick drinking buddies. Come on, this. I'm gonna have to try real hard to beat you. Beat you. Beat you. <laughs> hard. Please don't. <laughs> that movie was on by zeros. I, 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 I searched long and hard, Ken, and I can't find anything. Then I think you would be like, this is worse than Velocipaster. <laughs> no, like, I actually think Ken would enjoy Velocipaster. See, like, a, a bad effects driven creature feature is is gonna at least score like earnest points with me like anything anything it, it, like to, to get me to like to get me to hate a movie like really really hate a movie more than I hate this and drinking buddies and meet the people you have to find like you'd have to find a movie that where the awful people do awful things and win. Oh, I have that. Like, I don't mind awful people. Like, this is sort of awful people doing awful things and neutral. Drinking okay. buddies is just boring. Yeah. And and Meet the Feebles was awful creatures doing awful things and, and losing because at the end everybody gets machine gunned. And it was boring. <laughs> and it was boring. But part of the reason why it was boring was because there was no story. So, uh, as long as as long as there's like a narrative structure to a movie, I'm going to like it more than I like a movie like this. So, robot punches then? Yep, we can robot punch this. Okay. Wait, I have one more question because I should be fair. To, I should be fair to Lewis. Um, China salesman or this? <laughs> Uh, probably China salesman. God. All right, man. I'm on two on. accounts now. Yeah. I keep losing. <laughs> Lewis's movie keeps getting put back up there. We're gonna have to rewatch yeah. it and re-rate it. Yeah, China sales. China salesman keeps rising. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a fine wine. It gets better with age. <laughs> <laughs> The rewatch, the rewatch, if I, if, the 10 year rewatch will do it. <laughs> 10 years? Good God. The 10th, our 10, our we could do the, we could do the five year. We could do oh, the five year. Next year we do five years. Like season, that. season five, we, we do, because season one was short, we could, on, in season five, we could do, uh, special re redos of all of the season one movies. Oh, and we could make Tyler suffer through China salesman. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yay! Uh, I really, I really want to find that movie where bad people. I had one, and it can't remember the title. Uh, so... I was so bad because I hated it. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna give it a two because okay. my fond memories of this movie, and it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. It went pretty quickly, so I was pretty shocked at that. And the performances are pretty well done, except for Jonah Hill. Uh, but 
not be hard to play yourself when you're Snoop Dogg. So... I think Snoop Dogg is pretty pretty exclusively cast as himself. Yeah, I was about to say, most things Snoop Dogg is just Snoop Dogg. He maybe named something different, but it's Snoop Dogg. The most acting maybe I've seen Snoop Dogg do is maybe in the Starsky and Hutch movie. Where he's Huggy Bear. I've never actually seen that movie, so I'll take your word for it. It's pretty not terrible. It's not good either, well, but it's pretty middle ground. I might have some breaking news. Up, oh, breaking news, breaking news. <laughs> Perseverance has landed on Mars successfully. Yeah, well, that's exciting. I have been paying attention to the live stream from NASA. Yeah, we're on so, Mars. Cool. So yeah, that's actually a yay thing. They revamped their rover and added some extra goo gods and gadget gadgets to make it do the thing stuffs. We can finally see the aliens and find Matt Damon's body. I mean, what? In 4K! <laughs> In 4K. <laughs> that's a 4K. But, um, yeah, so that's, that's, that's actually good news. But, uh... Do you want Yay. to go, Tyler? Or just leave Ken for last? Save that excitement? No, I want to go last. Okay, Ty uh, Ken. I want to crush him after he, feel he gets out when he's got to get out. Point two five. Woof. <laughs> um. Any reason, Ken? This movie—it's long. It's boring. Oh, it's uh, <laughs> See. <laughs> so it's, it feels long because it's boring. Uh, it's about despicable I shouldn't say despicable cause like Moondog is not hateful he, he is just super selfish and really only interested in his own happiness yes. and so when he you know, like uh, you know, like uh, the 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 most despicable thing that he does to me is they knock over that guy on the wheelchair and take his money. Yeah, even he then, and, still, he was the one. That, he was upset about that. He and Zac Efron do that. Zac Efron was the one that didn't give two shit. Um, right, and and like is that like like Moon Dog wanted. Like he was, he was interested in his own happiness, but he never interfered with anybody else's happiness. Like he wanted everybody to be as happy and as awesome, you know, and and as as not necessarily awesome, but as 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 you know, euphoric as he was all the time. And he's like, it blows my mind that everybody can't live like this. Like, why can't everybody just be happy all the time? And just seek their own happiness. Uh, I shouldn't say it blew his mind because I don't know that he thought about it that much. But that was like that. That's what that's what keeps this movie from being a zero. Is that 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 Moon Dog is is he? Do, you know, he does as the as the IMDb thing say says he you know lives life by his own rules which are not you know hurtful like he doesn't he doesn't ever hurt anybody on purpose he hurts people but usually by accident 
or he hurts people. I mean, the person actually, the person that he probably physically hurts the most is himself, but, uh, you know, he runs off, you know, he, he spends, you know, ex- extended stretches of time away from his wife, and he's, so he's not super offended when she finds comfort in the arms of another man. You know, she's not, he's not hurt by her, he's not hurt by, you know, the friend who was there to, to you know, be, was, who was there for his wife when he wasn't. You know, he's just, you know, like, okay, you guys, like, sort of, not not, not to put too fine a point on it, but you guys made each other happy, so why can't get too upset about that i mean he never says that out 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 loud but i think i think you could yeah right i think you could you could make the argument that that's why he wasn't upset he was like well you guys were just making each other happy i wasn't here to make you happy so you had to make each other happy you know but my 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 not my central issue but like i don't i it just it bothers me that he never like he you know he wrecks his own house and gets sent to rehab or jail but never does either <laughs> or at least he's free not he's that we address. see not that we're told about you know he he runs away from the cops and lives you know and lives the life of a homeless person for however long it takes to write his book and then With he publishes self. his book and wins a Pulitzer Prize and gets his boat of money and lights it on fire and it's it's bad. It's just I don't I don't like it. I don't like it. It is it is definitely like Spring Breakers in that way. Oh, and there's a bunch of sections where it's just like him doing stupid stuff to music. Yes. The only time that that's okay is when it's him and his wife and she's sort of singing the song to him. It's kind of sweet. Um, but all the rest of the times that, that happens, I'm like, this is boring. It's It doesn't... It, I, just, I just... I didn't like this movie. That That's really all I had to say. <laughs> I didn't like After it. After all I'm that, done. Ken didn't like this movie. I'm done. I would not rewatch this movie again if I had the choice. <laughs> all right. Well, um, Paco Roman, International Man of Mystery. Uh, three points. Come on, five. give it your four. Give it your four. Do it. Do it. Do it. Probably give Do it, it five. No, no, no. It's three point five. How many of that is for teachers? Um, point one. You don't want to know. <laughs> uh, I, point. Point one. I, Ken, if I want to enjoy TTs, I can just go on the internet and look at TTs to enjoy. I don't need a, a movie to, to enjoy TTs. Um, okay, that's fair. <laughs> but uh, I love nonsense and, and chaos and just random silliness. Get out. <laughs> And this movie has a lot of that. And uh, I, I thought that I was not going to enjoy this movie as much after watching it with Luigi. Um, and maybe I didn't, but I sure sure really did enjoy the movie, as stated. I don't know why I enjoy this movie, but I do. It, def- it definitely... It definitely was like this movie was like a five when we watched it with Luigi. I, yeah, I think it would have and been. Then a I four. Def- it definitely got. It definitely went down because my memories of the movie were like this movie's great because of this, and I'm like, well, no, wait a minute, it was that was because Luigi said that, not the movie. Yeah. But then I, so when I thought about it, I was like, no, this movie was great because it was with Luigi. It would have been a four, but Jonah Hill's terrible accent. Ugh. Um. That was painful this time. I really couldn't understand him at all. Probably the I could understand him, but it was really the only thing in this movie that I'm like, this really sucks. <laughs> Especially when he's in like the bar and there's the loud music and he's talking. That's when I would lost him. Yeah, that was that was a poorly con- poorly constructed sequence. Oh my! Well, that was Beach Bum, everybody. 
Watch out! <laughs> Watch out! <laughs> what? What are we at, Tyler? Fifty-four. There minutes. goes the planet. Fifty-four minutes. All right. That's we did pretty good, good on this one. Um, uh, Ken, what is your one. movie for next time for everybody Get so out. they can watch? Oh dang it! I don't know. Okay, well we'll not post it then. All right. We'll not tell everybody about it. All right. Um, do you have any to say? Oh. What? I was going to say, Tyler, do you have anything to say to people? Um, no, I already interrupted this with our, our my little bit that I was going to bring up was the, the river landing. Um, but um, I love all of you. Thank you for listening. Ken, any news or anything else? Uh, there was the there was a Nintendo Direct yesterday. Yes, there was. And there um, was some information that was interesting, but mostly it was I fought a non-event. I watched the whole thing. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I, I watched a you know video breakdown of all the important announcements and uh, a lot of remakes and remasters. I'm surprised they're doing, or I shouldn't say I'm not surprised. Um, uh, I'm I'm I might I might maybe play Skyward Sword now that they're now that they're putting that out. The uh, price Splatoon tag three. What? Skyward Sword. The price tag is the only issue that I have with Skyward Sword. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't see a price tag. Sixty dollars. Ooh, gross for a re. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, sixty dollars um, for the remaster. And Splatoon three, I was like, okay, that's your big final reveal. I would have put Mario Golf over that. Uh, Outer Wilds is coming to Switch, which is which. Th- that game sounds interesting. Uh, I just haven't played it it's it's on the playstation uh but it's coming to switch which is nice anytime a game can come to another platform and get to get more eyes on it is always a good thing uh no more heroes 3 priya and mithra were announced as the dlc characters for smash right uh and the what i want to i want to make sure i don't get the oh uh that that knockout city game looked kind of interesting. That sort of dodgeball-y yeah game that looked interesting. And uh, oh, uh, the Ninja Gaiden Master Collection. I wanted to make sure I got that right. Uh, I love that era of. I should say, like Ninja Gaiden Sigma is Ninja Gaiden Black Plus. So I'm I, I'm I'm interested in playing that. Uh. Yeah, it's that that was the only thing where I was like, "Oh, that's an interesting remaster" because I remember everybody loving those games. And then they're bringing out Fall Guys for the Switch, which I think is just too late. Well, there again, that's another that's another thing where, you know, another another you know, any game that comes to a new platform that can get get more eyes on it is great. It'll depend a little bit on what the price tag is, but but, you know, yeah, if they yeah. if they release it for, you know, ten or fifteen bucks, they'll they'll it'll it'll do all right. It oh, won't yeah. be great, but it'll do all right. I think there are lots of people that have already played it on, you know, PlayStation Plus or Xbox, and will buy it on the Switch to play it mobile. You know, to be able to take it with them. Because that's a big, that's a that's a that's a draw to the switch that I often that I don't think about because I don't travel with my games very much. But there are lots of people that do, and for those people, anytime you can, I can anything comes to the switch, they're like, well, I love it on my home console. Now I can carry it around with me. Yes, please. Yeah, and Mario Golf was announced, so that was yeah, and then, yeah, a new version of Mario Golf. But I don't care about Mario Golf, and yeah, a bunch of like ports and and uh, rem or ports and yeah, ports of ports and remasters of a bunch of classic like '90s uh, RPG JRPGs. Yeah, but but a lot of those I haven't played and don't have a lot of context for but a bunch of that stuff is or not a bunch but a handful of games have been uh, are, are coming to the switch 
Yeah, that was... So that that's was, the... And we get a Pokemon Direct next week, so we'll see what that gives us. Ooh. I'm waiting for the Breath of the Wild 2 Direct. They did announce... Bre they did talk about Breath of the Wild 2 during the... Thing. I heard they didn't. They did talk about it. They said they have no nothing to say about it. That's why they released oh. They said, oh. we have nothing at this time. We had hoped that we would have something, but we don't. So here's what we can okay. offer. Okay. So they Earth. said nothing. So what they said about Breath of the Wild 2 was, we have nothing to say. All right. Yes. Like we like we have nothing to show you. We have nothing to tell you. Like they were like, but here's something for Zelda. Okay. Yeah. Like it was the it was the remake, and he here he apologized for not having anything, and he said, "Well, we we do have something for you," and then said about the Skyward Sword, and I was like, "Okay, I did people care?" And I was like, "All right, I guess people do." Uh, well, the, the Skyward Sword was. Only on the Switch. Yeah. Has only been on the Switch. Or not the Switch, the Wii. It was only on the Wii. And it, because, and it had that, those weird motion controls, so people didn't really like it. Yeah. But I've heard people say if they would take that thing and port it to something and take away the motion controls and make it, make it control like an actual Zelda yeah. game, we would totally play it, and it might be great. We're not sure, though. Yeah, it's it's hard to judge, but we'll see. I I am not a big Zelda fan, so I will not probably be purchasing that. Uh, for sixty bucks, I probably won't either. But yeah, sixty. As soon as I heard sixty bucks, I went, "That's killer!" To ask for a like, even your Mario collections weren't sixty. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for one for one game. I have a I'm like like cause I'm I'm not a big enough Zelda fan to to want to go there. I I enjoy the Zelda games, but I don't. Yeah. You know, like I'm like I said, I'm not a big Zelda fan. I haven't played all of them. I don't devour them. You know, I've played you know a handful of them, and that's that's where you were at. Yeah, that's that's it. You know, I just I need to get Breath of the Wilds. Um, I can lend it to you. But I also, Problem like, solved. still need to finish Final Fantasy XII on the Switch as well. Um, Problem not solved. I, uh, I also was thinking about Man? going to back to Animal Crossing for a little bit, um, which is going to be terrifying, because I'm sure my, my island is full of weeds and my residents are all kinds of, like, whacked out and out of their minds and concerned. So I'm sure that's going to be... It's just, it feels stressful. Yeah, they're putting Mario content in that. That was also announced. Hmm. Yeah, it, it just all feels very stressful with that, so I figured, yeah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> just talked you out of it. How long have you been away? Uh, Probably since the summertime. Oh, wow. Everybody's dead. <laughs> Poor Poppy's Tom, probably running Tom, around. Uh, Tom Nook is eating all your other villagers. <laughs> Probably that bitch Isabel that keeps fucking killing me in Smash Brothers. Isn't she the mayor or something? I thought Tom Nook was the mayor. Tom Nook's kind no, of like Tom... the mayor. She's like in charge of like helping you design your island and giving you suggestions and telling you you suck at what you do and put you uh... She's a bully, is what she is. She's a goddamn bully. I'll kill her. I stab a motherfucker. We tell I see here. I'm I'm playing a Sephiroth and I'm whooping her ass. Yep. Bam. <laughs> She'll never never stand a chance. Yep. All right, I'm gonna read everything else. You read everything okay. else. Visit our website at www.thepostermanpodcast.com. Check us out on our email at thepostermanpodcast at gmail.com. Check us out on Twitter at thepostermanpod. Find us on Instagram at the Posterman Podcast. Check us out on Facebook at the Posterman Podcast. Find us on YouTube by searching the Posterman Podcast. Check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash the Posterman Podcast. And check us out on Letterboxd at the Posterman Pod. And the last bit of information is one of our own has become a father. Yay! Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's not here right now, so we all would like to send you a celebration now to Lewis. 
his He's wife, a strong Liz, daddy, baby. Yep. Papa Forte has now officially become a papa. <laughs> papa, yeah. He's officially earned that title. Papa. Yep. It's young baby Harrison. So there we go. Oh. So, yep, that's it for today's podcast. And we'll see y'all next week with whatever movie Ken thinks. And don't forget to use our promo code. We don't have one. One. At checkout. See you later. Bye. Bye, everybody.